Shalom Malachim, and welcome back to the broadcast, Peace Be Upon You. I'm Sean, your host. This morning, we are looking at this week's Torah portion for the week. Today's Torah portion is called Shoftim, which means judges, which comes from the very first sentence in our portion this week, which says, Appoint judges and officers within your gates which Yehovah your Elohim is giving you according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with righteous right ruling. We're looking at Deuteronomy chapter 16, starting with verse 18 through chapter 21, verse 9. The outline of today's portion, we have the municipal judges and officers, forbidden forms of worship dealt with, legal decisions by priests and judges, the limitations of royal authority, the privileges of the priests and the Levites, child sacrifice, divination, and magic prohibited, a new prophet like Moses, laws concerning cities of refuge, property boundaries, laws concerning witnesses, rules of warfare, and laws concerning murder by persons unknown. That is what is on the table for today. I will be reading from the Hallelujah Scriptures this morning, and I pray that you are blessed by it. Just a reminder, uh, there will be some names in Hebrew, like Kohanim, which means priesthood or priest, or yeah, priest, uh, the name of God instead of the word Lord, we'll have the actual name of God. I pronounce it Yehovah or Yehovah, some people pronounce it Yehua. Um, it's definitely up for debate. But those, if you're new to the channel, um, when we read from this translation, it basically just brings out some of the Hebrew words that are already there in the manuscripts, that are already there in the text, um, but that just, that we kind of cover up with English. Uh, like the name of God, more specifically, where we cover it up with the uh, capital L-O-R-D, Lord. Okay. That is enough of an introduction. Let's dig right in and look at the Torah portion for this week. Chapter 16, starting with verse 18. Appoint judges and officers within your gates, which Yehovah your Elohim is giving you according to your tribes, and they shall judge the people with righteous right ruling. Do not distort right ruling, do not show partiality, nor take a bribe. For a bribe blinds the eyes of the wise and twists the words of the righteous. Please note, what is being uh, warned against here and prohibited against here is exactly the problem we have in most countries around the world and definitely here in the United States, where our judges do not, do not uh, judge appropriately. They do not use righteous right ruling. Our politicians take bribes and show partiality. And of course it blinds the eyes and twists the words. Verse 20. Follow righteousness. Righteousness so that you live and inherit the land which Jehovah your Elohim is giving you. Do not plant for yourself any tree as an Asherah near the altar of Jehovah your Elohim that you make for yourself. And do not put up a pillar which Jehovah your Elohim hates. Do not slaughter to Yehovah your Elohim a bull or a sheep which has any blemish, any evil matter, 
For that is an abomination to Yehovah your Elohim. When there is found in your midst, in any of your cities which Yehovah your Elohim is giving you, a man or a woman who does what is evil in the eyes of Yehovah your Elohim, in transgressing his covenant, and has gone and served other mighty ones, and bowed down to them, or to the sun, or to the moon, or to any of the hosts of the Shamayim, that is to say heavens, which I have not commanded. And it has been made known to you, and you have heard, and have searched diligently, then see if true. The matter is confirmed that such an abomination has been done in Israel. And you shall bring out your gates, that man or woman, who has done this evil matter, and you shall stone them to death, that man or woman, with stones. At the mouth of two or three witnesses shall he that is to die be put to death. He is not to be put to death by the mouth of one witness. The hand of the witnesses shall be first against him to put him to death, and the hand of all the people last. So you shall purge the evil from your midst. When any matter arises which is too hard for you to judge between blood and blood between plea and plea or between stroke and stroke, matters of strife within your gates, then you shall rise and go up to the place which Yehovah your Elohim chooses. And you shall come to the Kohanim, that is to say the priest, the Levites, and to the judges who was in those days, and shall inquire, and they shall declare to you the word of right ruling. And shall do according to the word which they declare to you from that place which Yahweh chooses. And you shall guard to do according to all that they instruct you. Do according to the Torah, in which they teach you according to the right ruling, which they say to you. You do not turn to the right or to the left from the word which they declare to you. And the man who acts arrogantly, so as not to listen to the Kohen, who stands to serve there before Yehovah your Elohim, or the judge, that man shall die. So you shall purge the evil from Yisrael. And let the people hear and revere, and no longer do arrogantly. When you come to the land which Yehovah your Elohim is giving you, and shall possess it, and shall dwell in it, and you shall say, Let me appoint a sovereign over me like all the Gentiles that are around me. You shall certainly appoint a sovereign over you whom Yehovah your Elohim shall choose. Appoint a sovereign over you from among your brothers. You are not allowed to appoint a foreigner over you who is not your brother. Only he is not to increase horses for himself nor cause the people to return to Mistraim, that is to say Egypt, to increase horses, Mistraim, to increase horses for Yehovah has said to you, do not return that way again. And he is not to increase wives for himself, lest his heart turn away, nor is he to greatly increase silver and gold for himself. And it shall be when he sits on the throne of his reign, that he shall write for himself a copy of this Torah in a book, from the one from the Kohanim, the Levites. And it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, so that he learns to revere Yehovah his Elohim, and guard all the words of this Torah, and these laws, and to do them, so that his heart is not lifted above his brothers, and so as not to turn aside from the command, right or left, so that he prolongs his days in his reign, and his children in the midst of Yisrael. Alright, let's pause for a second. Man, there's so much wisdom here that 
I wish that our own governments followed these rules, because if they did, we wouldn't have the problems we have. First of all, you have the refusal to tolerate evil, to cast it out of your society immediately. Whereas in our culture, we have embraced and celebrated every form of evil, and it's caused a massive decay. As far as the leader is concerned, it is not to be a foreigner. It has to be someone born of your people, right? Like, there's a purpose for that because a foreigner might have some other thoughts in mind. It has to be born of your people. They're not the, if you, if he says if you appoint a king, it needs to be by Elohim. He says, when you come to the land which Yehovah which your Elohim has given you, and you shall possess it, and shall dwell in it, and you shall say, let me appoint a sovereign over me, like all the Gentiles, you shall certainly appoint a sovereign over you whom, whom Yehovah your Elohim shall choose. And he's not allowed to use that position to increase his wealth. He says he's not allowed to increase horses for himself or cause the people to return to Egypt to increase horses. And because he says you do not return that way again, he's not allowed to increase in wives. What's the reason for this? Well, we saw Saul, you know, the wisest man that ever lived after he actually made this mistake. Because when you increase yourselves wives, especially if they are foreign wives, they will draw you away from Yehovah. It says, and he is not to increase wives for himself, lest his heart turn away. Nor is he to greatly increase silver and gold for himself. And it shall be when he sits on the throne of his reign that he shall write for himself a copy of the Torah. So, they would, if he becomes king, then he has to handwrite the Torah. And then he has this handwritten copy. You see, when you handwrite something, like if you were to take the book of Deuteronomy and you were to write it word for word, write it down yourself, you would almost have that memorized, right? Like that would be embedded in your soul. That's the purpose. That might be a good practice. Maybe we should write some of these books. And he says, He should write the Torah from the one before the Kohanim, the Levites, and it shall be with him, and he shall read it all the days of his life, so that he learns to revere Yehovah and to guard all the words of the Torah and these laws and to do them. So, anyway, this is, this is, this is beautiful instructions about how to set up judges, about how to set up a king, Let's continue on. Chapter 18. The Kohanim, that is to say priest, the Levites, and all the tribe of Levi have no part nor inheritance with Yisrael. They are to eat the offerings of Yehovah made by fire, and his inheritance. But among his brothers no inheritance. Yehovah is his inheritance, as he has spoken to him. And this is the Kohen's right from the people from those who bring an offering. Whether it is a bull or a sheep, they shall give to the Kohen the shoulder and the two cheeks in the stomach. The first fruits of your grain and your new wine and your oil and the first of the fleece of your sheep you give to him. For Yehovah your Elohim has chosen him out of all your tribes to stand and serve in the name of Yehovah, him and his sons forever. And when the Levite comes from one of your gates... From where he has sojourned among all of Yisrael, and shall come with the desire of his being to the place which Yehovah chooses. 
then he shall serve in the name of Yahweh his Elohim, like all his brothers, the Levites, who are standing there before Yahweh. They are to have a portion for portion to eat besides what comes from the sale of his inheritance. When you come into the land, which Yahweh your Elohim is giving you, do not learn to do according to the abomination of those Gentiles. Let no one be found among you who makes his son or his daughter pass through the fire, or one who practices divination, or a user of magic, or one who interprets omens, or a sorcerer, or one who conjures spells, or a medium, or a spiritist, or one who calls upon the dead. For whosoever does these are an abomination to Yahweh, and because of these abominations, Yahweh your Elohim drives them out from before you. Be perfect before Yahweh your Elohim. For these nations whom you are disposing, listen to those using magic and, and diviners. But as for you, Yahweh your Elohim has not appointed such for you. Yahweh your Elohim shall raise up for you a nabai, that is to say, prophet. Like me from your midst, from your brothers, listen to him. According to all you ask of Yahweh your Elohim and Horab. And in a day of the assembly, saying, Let me not hear again the voice of Yahweh my Elohim, nor let me see this great fire any more, lest I die. And Yahweh said to me, What they have spoken is good. I shall raise up for them a Nabai, a prophet, like you out of the midst of their brothers. And I shall put my words in his mouth, and he shall speak to them all that I command him. And it shall be the man who does not listen to my words which he speaks in my name, I require it of him. But the Nabi who presumes to speak a word in my name which I have not commanded to him to speak, or speaks in the name of another mighty ones, even that Nabi, that prophet, shall die. And when you say in your heart, How do we know the word which Yehovah has not spoken? When the Nabi speaks in the name of Yehovah, and the word is not, or comes not, that is not the word which Yehovah has not spoken. The Nabi has spoken it presumptuously. Do not be afraid of him. All right, here's a principle here. And we have people all over the internet claiming to be prophets. Okay. If they give a prophecy and it does not come to pass, they're false. You do not fear them. I see a lot of people who make these ridiculous predictions over the years, call themselves prophets. I'm thinking of even a couple of women that did this for years and years and years, and their dates and their prophecies would not come to pass, but then they would always have an excuse, and people would continue to listen to them. A true prophet of God, when he gives the prophecy, it comes to pass. Okay, And so they're saying, this is how you know if it's a true prophet or not. Chapter 19. When Yahweh your Elohim cuts off the nations whose land Yahweh your Elohim is giving you and disposes them and dwell in their cities and in their houses, separate the cities for yourselves in the midst of your land which Yahweh your Elohim is giving you to possess. Prepare a way for yourself and divide into three parts the border of your land which Yahweh your Elohim is giving you to inherit, that anyone who killed someone shall flee there. And this is the matter of the one who killed someone who flees there and live. He who smites his neighbor unintentionally, not having hated him in times past, 
Even he who goes to the forest with his neighbor to cut timber, and his hand swings a stroke with the axe to cut down the tree, and the head slips from the handle and strikes his neighbor so that he dies. Let him flee to one of these cities and live. Lest the revenger of blood, while, he is, while his displeasure is hot, pursue the one who killed someone and overtake him because of the way is long, and shall smite him, though he was not worthy of death, since he had not hated him before. Therefore, I am commanding you, saying, Separate three cities for yourself. And if Yahweh your Elohim enlarges your borders as he swore to your fathers, and has given you the land which he promised to give your fathers, when you guard all, these com all this command to do it, which I am commanding you today, to love Yehovah your Elohim, and to walk in his ways all these days, then you shall add three more cities for yourself besides these three, so that the innocent blood is not shed in the midst of your land which Yahweh your Elohim is giving you as an inheritance, or blood guilt shall be upon you. But when anyone hates his neighbor, and shall lie and wait for him, and rise against him, and smite the life from him so that he dies, then he shall flee to one of these cities. And the elders of his city shall send and bring him from there, and give him into the hand of the revenger of blood, and he shall die. Your eye shall not pardon him, but you shall purge the blood of the innocent from Yisrael, so that it might be well with you. Do not remove your neighbor's boundary, which those in past have bound, and your inheritance which you inherit in the land of Yehovah your Elohim is giving you to possess. One witness does not rise up against a man concerning any wickedness or any sin that he commits. At the mouth of two witnesses, or at the mouth of three witnesses is a matter established. When a malicious witness rises up against any man to accuse him of turning aside, then both men who have the dispute shall stand before Yehovah, before the Kohanim, and the judges who serve in those days. And the judges shall diligently search and see if the witness is false witness, who has falsely accused his brother, then you shall do to him as he thought to have done to his brother. Thus you shall purge the evil from your midst. We need that in our culture, where when people who are bearing false witness and lying to try to entrap others, the legal system should respond to them by giving them exactly what they were trying to trap the other person with, which is what's being commanded here. Verse 20, And let the rest hear and revere and never again do this evil matter in your midst. And let your people not pardon life for life, eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot. When you go out to battle against your enemies, and shall see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them. For Yehovah your Elohim, who brought you up from the land of Mitzrayim, is with you. And it shall be when you draw near to the battles that the Kohen shall come and speak to the people, and shall say to them, Hear, O Yisrael, you are drawing near today to battle with your enemies. Do not let your heart faint. Do not fear or tremble or be afraid before them. For Yehovah your Elohim is he who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. And the officers shall speak to the people, saying, who is the man who has built a new house and has not dedicated it? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle, and another man dedicate it. And who is the man who has planted a vineyard and has not begun to use it? 
let him also go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle and another man should begin to use it. And who is the man who is engaged to a woman and has not taken her? Let him go and return to his house, lest he die in the battle and another man take her. And if the officer shall speak further to the people and say, Who is the man who is afraid and tender of heart? Let him go and return to his house, lest the heart of his brothers faint like his heart. And it shall be, when the officers have finished speaking to the people, that they shall appoint commanders of the divisions to lead the people. When you draw near to a city to fight against it, then you shall make a call for peace to it. And it shall be that if he accepts your call for peace and shall open to you, then all the people found in it are to be your compulsory labor and to serve you. But if it does not make peace with you and shall fight against you, then you shall besiege it. And Yehovah your Elohim shall give it to your hands, and you shall smite every male within it the edge of the sword. Only the woman and the little ones and the livestock and all that is in the city, all that is spoil, you take as plunder for yourselves, and you shall eat the enemy's plunder, which Yehovah your Elohim gives you. Do so to all the cities which are very far from you, which are not of the cities of these nations, only of the cities these people which Yehovah your Elohim gives you as an inheritance. You do not keep alive any that breathe, but you shall certainly put them under the ban the Hittite, and the Amorite, and the Canaanite, and the Pezrite, and the Hidwite, and the Yebuzite, and Yehovah, as Yehovah your Elohim has commanded you. Lest they teach you to do according to all their abominations which they have done in their mighty ones, and you sin against Yehovah your Elohim. When you besiege a city for a long time by fighting against it to take it, you do not destroy its trees by wielding an axe against them. If you do eat of them, do not cut them down. For this is the tree of the field to a, of a man to be besieged by you. Only trees which you know are not trees for food you do destroy and cut down to build siege works against the city that is fighting against you until it falls. When anyone is found slain, lying in a field, in the land which Jehovah your Elohim is giving you to possess, and it is not known who smote him, then your judges and elders shall go out, and they shall measure the distance from the slain man to the cities round about. And it shall be that the elders of the cities nearest to the slain man shall take a heifer which has not been worked and which is not pulled with a yoke. And the elders of that city shall bring the heifer down to the waddle with flowing water, which is neither plowed nor sown. And they shall break the heifer's neck there in the wadi. And the Kohanim, the sons of the Levites, shall come near, for Yahweh your Elohim has chosen them to serve him, and to Barak, which means blessed, in their name of Yahweh, by their command, every strife and every stroke. Let all the elders of that city nearest to the slain man wash their hands over the heifer whose neck was broken in the wadi. And they shall answer and say, Our hands have not shed this blood, nor have our eyes seen it. O Yehovah, forgive your people, Yisrael, whom you have redeemed, and do not allow innocent blood in the midst of your people, Yisrael, and the blood guilt shall be pardoned to them. Thus you purge the guilt of innocent blood from your midst when you do what is right in the eyes of Yehovah. Of Yehovah. And that is the end of the Torah portion for this morning. And I hope that you have been blessed by it this morning and that has given you something to think about. Certainly, there's some 
great advice in here about how to rule a nation. Uh, you know, we get, I was just thinking about the divination and the sorcery. And, you know, let's just go back to that real quick. He says, let no one be found among you who makes his son or his daughters pass through the fire. Well, we may not literally pass them through the fire in our culture, but we abort between three and 4,000 kids every day. I don't see how that's much different. Or... You're not supposed to tolerate one who practices divination or user of magic or one who interprets com omens or sorcerers. We have people who openly say they're a witch and openly calling for casting spells on people. Or a medium or spiritist or one who calls upon the dead. There's a psychic place in just about every city in America. For whosoever does these are an abomination to Yehovah, and because of these abominations, Yehovah your Elohim drives them out before you. Be perfect before Yehovah your Elohim. I guess as I was just reading through this, and what it's supposed to look like when you're setting up your government, I just, all the things that are warned about in here, I feel like, have been adopted by the nations around the world, even the ones that started out like the United States with some really godly boundaries, right? Like, it was set up, our country was set up to where it was supposed to be pretty similar to this, but we have went completely corrupt and do the absolute opposite. And uh, I think we're starting to reap. We're beginning to reap what we've sown as a result. And of course, Israel did the same thing. And even modern Israel, right? No nation, even the nation of Israel, actually stuck to these things. It wasn't long before they went astray, and then judgment came. On more than one occasion, this right ruling, this right judgment, will never be true until, until we... Until it's over, until the, until the end of the age, um, when God makes a new earth and a new heaven, and finally there is righteousness, and instead of unrighteousness and wickedness and evil, which just runs rampant in the world right now. All right, I feel like I'm just rambling and rambling on. I hope that you enjoyed the study for this morning. Please consider supporting the podcast, scriptureandprophecy.com. There's a donate and support tab. And please consider picking up a copy, if you haven't already, of The End of Days, a 30-day devotional. It's going to bless you, especially giving the current circumstances of the world right now. If you haven't read it, I think it'll speak to you on a daily basis. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.